Welcome to a new podcast where we're breaking through and breaking it down with a new girl, your host, Dawn Piercy. Welcome to a new podcast. My name is Dawn Piercy and I am your host. And if you love Westerns, then you are turning in to the right place. I'm bringing you Bill Foster. He is a writer and an actor known for Showdown on the Brazos. Uh, he's also known for Showdown on the Guadalupe and I Heard the Quail Whistle. Bill, how are you doing tonight? And welcome to a new podcast. Well, thanks for having me. I'm doing really well. Good, good. Well, um, I know we have a mutual friend. Um, shout out to Steve. Hi, Steve. Hi, Steve. Yeah. So you've actually, you've been doing quite a few projects in the last, um, since 2017 that I know of. I don't know if you have everything on your IMDb, um, mm -hmm. but but tell us a little bit uh, what you can. I know you're in pre-production and filming um, a few movies, but tell us about being on Fear of the Walking Dead um, and playing vulture and what it was like being a walker and um okay. tell us about uh the sun and uh death and compromise a few movies and yeah okay yeah well, death and compromise my very first actual movie i had been cast for the sun but it, it was delayed and so i actually got to do some death and compromise that's my first introduction Really had a fun time with John and Brian. And then uh, the sun started, and I was actually on, I believe, five episodes of that. When I went and auditioned, it was just a walk-up audition. And I, <coughs> excuse me, I thought, well, I'm real lucky I might get to be a background where I can walk up down the street or something. Mm -hmm. Little I know I was going to be cast as a featured recurring extra and get to be right there beside Pierce Brosnan and James Parks and all of them right, right in the mix of them. And that was a blast. Some of my favorite scenes is uh, when we had the fight in the house. I got to be a part of that fight. Okay. And, and then when we intimidated Maria when she was walking down the street, uh, they played creepy music just for me. So, <laughs> you know, because James Park said, you stand here in front of me and, and run me down in front of my friends. And she turns over to her left and they start playing scary music. Mm -hmm. And I walk up behind her. So, uh that was a lot of fun doing that. Nice. So, and, and then I got cast as a vulture the next year in mm -hmm. Fear the Walking Dead season four. And uh, I think the uh, makeup artist had more fun with no, me than I did. What is the vulture? Because I, I watched Fear the Walking Dead. And I don't know if our, our audience did, for, but for our audience that and our viewers that don't know what the vulture is, can you explain a little bit about that? Yeah, the Vultures was a uh, group that just kind of appeared out of nowhere. They were kind of like a homeless gypsy bunch, and they were going to try to overthrow the main uh, characters mm -hmm. of Fear of the Walking Dead. And so we, when they were holed up in that baseball stadium, which was actually filmed in Austin at a baseball stadium, we would circle the parking lot and try to intimidate them and finally ended up having a big showdown with them. And you know how that goes if you're trying to overthrow throw the main stars you know he's gonna win that one and uh they told the uh makeup artists and hair people just to have fun with us and so they told me quit cutting my beard cut my hair so both of them got really long 
and they had dreadlocks in my hair sometimes and and they just had a lot of fun and i just had fun back with them and actually got some close-ups and uh things of that nature and then after they killed me as a vulture they brought me back as a walker and so that that was an experience all of its own uh you go to walker school learn how to walk you know like a zombie and You'll be amazed how many people cannot walk like a zombie and how many are really good at walking like a zombie. So, uh, so, you know, got to do that in season five, they brought me back as a, just a straight walker. And, uh, of course, no phones, no cameras or anything allowed on set. So you really don't know what you look like. And so when they're showing on TV, you think, well, I'm the tallest one out there. Cause I'm six foot four. That's the only way I can pick myself out of that group of zombies, you know? So and I got to be on the front line. Before 2017, what were you doing? Were you acting? Uh, were you writing then? Or is this something that's a new chapter in your life? Or it's a new chapter in, two, in January 2016, I retired as school superintendent. I spent 33 years in school education. And um, so I'd always been, I'd started writing over the last 10 years before I retired. Had a couple of children's books published, but I put it all to the side. I kept writing, but I didn't publish anything until after I retired because I didn't want any people saying conflict of interest and all that, you know, because it's such a, a political position you have when uh, you're in charge of the school. And so uh, then I had the book published right after I retired, show down on the Guadalupe. And then I, I was sitting there one night looking at Facebook, saw an open casting call for the sun. And then it's just been one thing after another since then. Well, that's and, awesome. Uh, yeah. And I wrote this script, uh, show down on the Brazos. And it just kept, I just kept adding to it and adding to it. And one day I said, it's kind of like, I don't know, it, it just sat in so slow. It's all of a sudden, oh, well, we're right in the middle of making a movie. You know, here we are fixing to start. And uh, it's 120 pages now, started out 30 pages. So uh, started out three or four actors. Now mm -hmm. we have uh, over 200 by the time it's all said and done. Okay, so... Wow. So you went from being a superintendent at school. How long did you do that? I was a superintendent for 11 years, school principal for 15 years and a teacher for six or seven years, 33 total. That is, that is awesome. Well, thank that you. That is awesome. I figured I, I figured I tortured everybody long enough. So I got out of there yeah. so and did, I was clean shaven then. Okay. So what did you teach while you were, uh, when, when you were a teacher before being principal? I was a vocational agriculture teacher. I taught kids how to weld, animal science, horticulture, uh, carpentry, things like that. And then I moved into the principal side of it and was a kindergarten through 12th grade principal for two years and then a elementary principal for 13 years. And wow. then I moved into superintendent and I was there as superintendent for 11 years. That is really cool. And then all of a sudden, bam, I'm an actor yeah. and a writer. That's yeah. really yeah. We worked with, we worked with the high school theater a lot and junior high theater a lot. Okay. And so, you know, I did write a play also that was just produced in uh, Brownwood and they did nine performances with nine standing ovations. So hopefully that's going to go into bigger and better things, but cool. uh, just keep our fingers crossed. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. So what has been your biggest inspiration and who has been your biggest inspiration through all of this transition for you? And because um, it, it seems like, you know, you're you're getting roll after roll after roll after roll, and which is really good. And do you enjoy the Westerns that you're in? I, I like Westerns best. I grew up 
watching westerns all my life. Okay. That's always my favorite genre. I like doing Fear of the Walking Dead because it's something different. Right. And so I like doing it all. You know, uh, when I went to uh, Ballad of Buster Scruggs out in Santa Fe and did that with Coen Brothers, I had no idea it was a Coen Brothers production until we finally got cast when I applied. It was just an application. But, uh, you know, I told him, I said, I love all this. I love getting costumed. I love the makeup. I, all of it to get, you know, I just love every step of it. And, you know, some of the younger people are, are you know, kind of griping because they're having to wait in line, you know, to get makeup. Right, It's just right. what you make it. And, and I just tell them, I just have a blast doing it all, you know, just every step of the way. And little I know that uh, Buster Scruggs, and she was up for an Emmy Award. And uh, so she wanted my costume to be in front of everybody. So one day I'm, they kind of had me way back up on the balcony, couldn't hardly see me. And she walks in, she's looking around. All of a sudden she sees me, she points up there and tells, waves at me, come on back down here. I'm putting you down here in front of the camera. <laughs> and so I was kind of lucky there. But like I said, I was clean shaven. I was superintendent. Mm-hmm. I grew this beard for a little movie I thought was going to happen and it didn't happen. I told my wife, I said, I won't have it about a month and I'll shave it off because she really doesn't like it. And I don't blame her, but that's been uh, three years ago. So, and I hadn't shaved since. So, and last year in Fear of the Walking Dead, it got down to like this long. You know, it was, it was like six or eight inches long. And I really looked homeless like they wanted me to. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That's funny. So, um, when, when, when you started writing your books and when you started writing the plays and, um, when you started writing scripts was, was it a smooth transition for you between doing all of these things? Because I know there's a difference between theater and I know there's a difference between film and I know there's a difference between playwrights and there's Mm -hmm. a difference between scripts. So and it's it's a, kind of like a fine line, and then of course you've got your novels, where you've got your plot, your peak, your, you know, you've got all these yeah. different things. So it's kind of like an art form if you think about it. But, mm-hmm. but was it like an easy transition for you going from working in the school system for so many years and then doing what you're doing now? Uh, the writing part, the differences of. Them. You, you pretty much use the same outline, you know, your same straight line of your story and from start to finish. Right. But the, the hard part for me, transitioning from novels to screenplay to, to uh, theater was describing what was happening. Because in novel, you know, you can go into whole pages of describing, Detail. making the setting, right. the climate and everything like that. And then when you go to screenplay and theater play, it has to nearly all be through uh, a dialogue. And so you had to change it up there. And so I had a hard time, as far as hard time, when I write my novels, trying to make sure it's not too much dialogue. Right. But then when I transfer over to the other, making sure it is enough dialogue and descriptive. My wife's a retired English teacher, so she edits most of my stuff, reads through there. My son is a, a theater major, so he helped me on my script. Nice. And... Uh, uh, he and I like, you know, totally 180 diff- degree difference in the scripts. He likes the whole uh, very, very theatrical, you know, uh, Shakespeare type plays. I'm more the new modern, but I mean, I like them all. But uh, yeah, there is that difference in that. Now, changing over, 
there wasn't a whole lot of changeover as far as superintendent to director. Uh, you still had to have the organization. I worked on some some movies, a lot of independents. You know, mm-hmm. I read an article that said if you, you know, take everything you can, then you start get you know after you get kind of in demand, and then you can kind of start getting picky. And I worked on a lot of them that was really unorganized. So I kept telling myself and people around me, if I ever get to do one of my own, it's going to be organized. And so that's what we did. We we made sure it was very organized when we did it. Mm-hmm. And so it worked out really well. People would say you can't shoot more than oh, six or eight pages a day. And, and we were shooting 12, 15 pages a day, a script that, you know, people couldn't believe we we're getting that much done. Wow. And so we just like to... Two more days filming, and then uh, we'll be through filming. We're already in post-production a lot of it, trying to get some clips together. Okay. I've got a couple of people trying trying to uh, be the distributor of it right now. So, you know, having to sit there and, you know, flip a coin. Which one do I want to let take take the runs up first, you know? Right. And so it, it it's, all, uh, it's all been a shock. You know, you learn as you go. It's been a heck of a lot more expensive than I ever thought it'd be. So, so how's the film industry going in Texas? I've heard a lot of filmmakers are going to Texas. A lot of filmmakers are going to in Atlanta and a lot of filmmakers uh-huh. are going to Miami and New York. It used to be bigger in Texas because they cut some of the incentives away, but they've added some of those back. Okay. And so it's really big around Austin. Uh, you know, you get a lot of TV series that's being filmed around Austin. Uh, I know there's a couple going on right now that's being filmed there. And, um, uh, so, you know, it, that's where the biggest hub of it is. And around the Metroplex is quite a bit. But for some reason, I've got in with the Austin crew. And uh, they filmed one up there the other day. And they said, oh, if we'd known you were that close to Fort Worth, we'd have cast you for it. And I was like, it's closer for me to Fort Worth than it is Austin. But I've worked in Austin so much, they all think I'm right down there close. And so it's funny how you do get typecast for different areas. Now- are the films that you've written, are there books that have been published um, about the film before it came out? And if there are, where can we get it? And where can we see the films that you've written and, and that you're in? The, the books I've had published are on Amazon.com. Okay. Uh, Showdown on the Guadalupe and Windows Home. Windows Home is the uh, play script, so you can get that. Showdown on the Guadalupe is, is in nowhere associated with Showdown on the Brazos. I wrote it first, and I was trying to find a name for Showdown of Brazos, and I just stuck that on there thinking I'll figure a better one out later and put a new one on there, and it kind of got stuck, and so here we are. You know, so, <laughs> so everybody gets confused, and my wife just says, well, you're writing a series on Showdown in all the rivers in Texas. But <laughs> but uh, now you can get those two books on Amazon.com. They are on uh, Kindle also if you like the electronic books. Yeah. And then the other – the scripts have not been uh, published yet because, like I said, we're working on those as a movie. And then it's going to depend on uh, what kind of distributorship we would get okay. when we get it. And it's, and I've been amazed. I, I really didn't know how big and how big a following we had with this. And suddenly there's a big demand. And I'm like I said, I'm sitting there trying to decide who I want to send with it first to see what we can do. And hopefully we can sell it. Uh, we just went out to Tucson, Arizona to a film festival and, and I couldn't believe every, they didn't know me personally, but as soon as they found out who I was and, and the movie I represented, they were all coming to me. Can't wait to see the movie. When's it going to be out and things of that nature. Cause I'd seen the trailer, mm-hmm. you know, and to put the trailer out in February, I was excited to have 300 views and we're over 14,000 now. So nice. And uh, for, our, for our viewers, 
go to a new our, our platform and if you're just listening go to our platform on a new podcast.com click bill's picture and when you click bill's picture it'll take you to his bio page on the bio page you can see a preview there and also all of his social media links are there as well so and, and bill for our listeners those that are not on our platform where can they follow you on social media to keep up with what you've got going on? Uh, of course, you can go to Bill Foster Facebook page, and mm-hmm. then we have one on Showdown on the Brazos page. And then we also have the uh, trailer on YouTube. And there's also a little clip uh, on YouTube behind the scenes of uh, Showdown on the Brazos. I did an interview mm-hmm. here a while back that's been published. And so those, those are the main medias. Of course, you mentioned IMDB page. Uh, try to keep it updated. And those are the main ones. I did have a web page, but it was just so hard to, you know, update everything. And, and you know, and, with and IMDb, to... there are so many shows because, like, I'm getting on, like, going on 200 episodes. And there's so many shows. It's like catching them up, catching them up, catching them up. But mm-hmm. I've got to have the time and the concentration to go. Or I was like, okay, well, just let me hire somebody to be my secretary, update my IMDb update my archives. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, come I'm on, real- I'm too busy to do this stuff, but I got to do it. But, you know, it keeps getting put on the back burner. So I'll let the cow out of the bag. CJ Morrison is a star in my movie, and she does my IMDb page for me. Otherwise, I would not be right. able to keep up. Right, And I know. if she does shut down her Brazos IMDb page for it. So you can follow it on either one, and then also either one on the Facebook. Uh, we post a lot of pictures from behind the scenes mm-hmm. and you know a lot a lot of people a lot of big productions don't and we've had to really watch and make sure nobody spoils the scene or or sends pictures right. of the scene we've had to have some pull down and it's just by pure accident but uh we're starting to get you know doing in post-production starting to get film clips mm-hmm. in and it's just amazing to me i've got a really good uh, cinematographer he's 22 years old i hired him when he's 21 uh, he, he's basically homeless, and now he's just busier than he can ever. Good. You know, he's full-time job plus in. And and that's what's been amazing about Showdown of Brazos. Whether it makes it or not, there's been so many people has benefited from this movie. And it's just amazing. It just, mm-hmm. It's just like uh, throwing paint on the wall or something. So many people have taken off just from this. Uh, it's, you know, it, it's it's unbelievable. If, whether ours makes it or not, it's it's helped so many people, I guess I'm trying to say. You know, started their careers. Some of them, it's their first time to be on a mm-hmm. show, and all of a sudden, they've taken off. Um, but, you know, we got to work with Jeff Davis. I mean, I don't know if you know him or not. He's I, Los Angeles. He just, his episode aired two weeks ago. Okay. I and, interviewed uh, everybody. Had... What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, he, he answered my Facebook uh, casting call, and I was just, I was like, what? You nice. want to be in my movie? Nice. He's like, the script, beautiful, I want to be in it. And I was like, okay. And he did a super job. Everybody elevated their A-game. I mean, when he got on set, Yeah, we talked about, I th- okay, I didn't know that you were the one that wrote that movie, because we talked about your movie in his episode. Yep, that I'm the writer and director. Yeah. Okay, for our viewers, if you haven't seen my interview with Jeff Davis, go go look at it and go watch it and find more out about Bill's movie. Okay, I'm you got to, to watch to. You know and see what he said. Yeah, oh, that's we that's had a great. really good time. 
And Bill, if you had anything you wanted to say to the world, what would it be? One thing. Well, wow, that's that's a that's a biggie. Uh, yes. Let's just all love each other. You know. Amen. Right. Yeah. Love okay. each other for who they are, and and don't worry about everything else that goes with a person. You know, just love them for who they are, and be accepting. And uh, you know, being in school business and the show business has really taught me that. And yeah. there's so many different personalities. We all don't fit into one. Uh, oh, outline know, right? frame a person and you know it's amazing you know I'm kind of like the old man on on set a lot of times when I'm on the as an extra or mm -hmm. fairly walking dead and get to hang around those young people and, and you know we laugh and cut up together and things of that yeah. nature so hopefully we can you know show that you know uh, we love everybody you know and, and it doesn't matter about what they look like or anything like that it's just you know, we have fun. And when right. I started doing my movie, I told everybody, I said, number one, we're going to have fun. Number two, we're going to eat well. Number three, we're going to make a movie, a good right, movie. Right, right, right. I think, we, yep. I think we've accomplished all three of those. So. I've heard about <laughs> all that good food on the film sets. Yes. So, <laughs> well, Bill, I wanted to thank you so much for being a guest on a new podcast. And well, thank you. Um, for our audience, be sure to follow Bill. Go to his bio page, check it out. Check out the, the trailer for his upcoming film. And uh, yeah, if, if you like this episode, be sure to like. Click share so other people can enjoy it and subscribe to keep up with all a new guest. And this podcast is available on all of your favorite streaming networks, including iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. Check us out at Celebre.media, uh, the TV guide for showtimes. And if you feel fit to buy me a cup of coffee once a month for bringing you these episodes, you can do so at our Anchor.fm platform under a new podcast. Until next time, this is Don Piercy and Bill Foster signing off. Thank you. Keep it real. <laughs>